What came in my heart tonight, a lot of people love a microwave, a lot of things quick, you know. But when it comes to the Lord, you have to spend time in his presence, and he'll lead and direct you and guide you, and he grows you up all at the same time. Isn't that so good? I mean, some people you see, I was listening to Kenneth Hagin, and he was talking about how some people got miracles like that. I mean, they, they look up, I mean, they first time hearing the word, and a lot of them he was talking about wasn't even saved. And they receive their miracle. Then you hear have somebody that's in a word church, they hear the word, and they've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, amen? But yet, they're not in the word, and they know to get in the word. So what he was telling them, he said, God is expecting more out of you. He's expecting you to get in the word because you know what to do, amen? Because God wants to use you in a mighty, mighty way, and he wants you to hear his voice, amen? Let's go to um, Isaiah 53, 5. Glory to God. God said, I'm expecting more out of you. Plus, he said, I don't want you to quit. I don't want you to give up even though it seems as though things are not changing. It seems as though, I mean, how many have been believing God for something? I mean, believing God for a brand new house. I want a new house, you know, a four-bedroom. Yeah. Some swimming pool maybe. Yeah, I think take that. Yeah, I got my whole little setup that I want. Anybody believe in God for a house? You've been standing on the promises of God. I mean, you got your word out, and you're saying your word. Amen? How many believe in God for financial blessings? You got to get your word out. You got to speak the word over it. You can't just sit there and wait on it. You have to say it until you see the manifestations of it in the natural. How many believe in God for a spouse? Maria, not, Marita, not so loud. This is a good opportunity for you to get your life in order with the Word of God. Amen. Not saying I'm going to move. I, when I met my husband, do you know I already had my own house, my own car. I mean, I had my own. I had my own job, my own business, my own money. So he had to come good because I already had it. I, I mean, independent woman. That was, that was a, like a problem, but I had to get delivered, I mean, because I was so independent. I didn't do had to look for no man to give me nothing. 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 I didn't want your money. I got my own money. I didn't need you to make me whole. I got Jesus. I'm already whole. How whole can I get? All I needed from him was to be the one that God sent. Hey, take a moment and think about that. That's a whole nother level woman. She's not looking for a man to complete her money and make sure she got more money. No. You get some money. You get your heart right, your attitude right, and then y'all could be one for real. Amen? So there's a lot of things that you got to get in order first instead of looking for him to be this big billionaire fine man with all of this cuteness going on and then you all flaky. Come on, somebody. Same thing with a man. He looking for this girl that got it going on and he's a weirdo. So the way you come and you come good, you got to have it going on yourself. So, and, and then when you learn how to do that, when you get married, you'll know how to keep your eyes on Jesus and not on the man. Amen. All the married women say, amen. Glory to God. Isaiah 53, 4. I just want to flow with the Holy Ghost. Um, God is saying to us tonight, he, he don't want you to quit. He don't want you to give up. You've been believing God for something. You've been standing for something. Who's been standing again? You've been 
standing for something. I mean, it's been a long time. Because I remember, I think Minister Abbott or Pastor, somebody just recently had people come up. They've been standing on the promises of God, standing on the word. And God is bringing that word back to you. Do not quit. Do not give up. Keep standing. Amen. Keep standing. The blessings are here for you. Healing, wholeness, completeness belongs to us. This is our inheritance. Amen. Let's go to Isaiah 53, 4 and 5. Glory to God. It says, surely he bore our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him, stricken and smitten of God and afflicted. So they looked at him like he was, a, he was so terrible. Oh, he did all these bad things, so God was fixing him real good. That's what they thought. But, somebody shout, but! He was wounded for our transgressions. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise for that. He was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace. The word peace means wholeness, completeness, whatever you're standing and believing in God for. Whatever's missing in your life, he was punished so we can have wholeness. It was upon him and with what? His stripes. Let's just freeze his stripes. We, we know the stripes are when they beat him. And they, I mean, they beat him where the Bible says he didn't even look like a man. It opened up his body and outpoured what? His blood and in the blood is life. That life was for us. Amen. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise for the life of God. Amen. He gave us his life. The stripes are so important. You should freeze right at the stripes. It's because he poured out his blood. He poured out his blood in every organ, every tissue, every circumstances, every situation was poured out of him so we can have his life in exchange for ours. Amen. Somebody lift your hands in the presence of God. Everything you need, Jesus gave his life. What, what scripture is that? Galatians 3.13. Let's quickly run over there while you keep your finger there. Christ has redeemed us. Come on, come on. Oh, let me see. Where is that? Hallelujah. Galatians 3.13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Through who? Jesus Christ. So now, so it's freeze right there, that the blessings of Abraham may come on us, we the Gentiles, through who? Jesus Christ. He gave his life so we can be on the inside of him, receive all that he is. He's a, Jesus means God with us, Christ, the anointed one is his anointing, that we might receive what? The promise of the spirit through what? Faith. Let's take a time, moment right there and just give God glory, honor, and praise for giving his life. So everything that he is, we have. You have. You have. Take a moment and give God a shout of praise. You have. Everything he is, he's peace. He's wholeness. He's completeness. He's joy. He's a brand new house. He's everything we need. He's finances. He know where it's at. He know how to get it. Amen. A husband. He'll make a man for you. A wife. Or, or whatever you need. Healing for your body. Healing for your children. Whatever circumstances. Whatever situation it is. Jesus gave his life so we can live on the inside of him. And in he, he lives inside where? Anybody know where Jesus lives? 
He lives in his, he lives in his, come on, come on, somebody's house. He lives in his, say it, I hear you. He lives in his father's house. He lives in the father's house. He said, in my father's house is what? He said, if it wasn't so, I wouldn't have told you. He said, but I'm going to prepare a place for you so you can hang out with me, in me, in my father's house. Come on, somebody. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Isn't it good if you take a moment and just think about that on the inside of you? You got Jesus, you on the inside of him, amen, and he's you in the house of God. Take a moment. You and, the, and who's on the inside? What kind of power we got? The Holy Ghost power. So we walk around with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen? You see that right there? Let's take a moment and think about it. The Lord wants you to know that you know before you leave out of here tonight, you're not going to quit. Everything you need, you got it. You're not looking for God to come. The Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is with you. You got everything you need. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Let's go back to um, Isaiah 53, 5. I think we were at. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The punishment of peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. The word healed means we're whole. We're complete. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Financially um, Whatever you got going on in your life, your your business, your home, your um, what, what do you need? What what do you need? Your children. Uh, he gave his life so that you can be whole, complete, nothing missing, and absolutely nothing broken. So God wants you to realize tonight, everything you need, Jesus gave his life for, and you have it. Come on, somebody say, I have it. Let's go to Matthew's eight five. So I just had to get that. Say that quickly so you can start off knowing that you got everything you need. You don't have to look around waiting for nothing to come. You already got it. You full of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Matthews 8, 5, glory to God. God said don't quit. Say, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give up. I'm going to stand on the word. I'm not going to quit. I'm not giving up, but I'm going to stand on the word. Turn around and tell somebody, I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up, but I'm standing on the word. Somebody need to get up out of your seat, go find somebody and say, I'm not quitting. I mean, say it like you mean, I am not quitting. Look them straight in the eyes because, you know, people be faking. They don't tell you what's going on. You look at him, say, I am not quitting. I'm not giving up. I'm standing on the promises of God. Come on, come on. Give the Lord a shout. You're not quitting. You're not giving up. You're going to stand on the promises of God. Quitters are not Jesus' children. You don't belong to the Father. God never quits. Why would I quit and I got everything I need? I quit when I don't know who I am. I have an identity problem. When I don't know that I'm rich, I say, oh, my God, I got to go get some money. I got to look, oh, Jesus. I quit when I don't know that.
that God has blessed me coming in and going out. I quit. Oh, not me. Know who you are in Christ. I'm not going to quit. Say, I will not quit. I refuse to quit. Let's look at the centurion servant at uh, Matthew 8, 5. You know, this is one of my favorite chapters. And when Jesus has entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him. This story is so cool. You know why? Because this is a centurion. He's like really going after Jesus for his servant. So was this guy kind of nice? I mean, you ever heard of a servant that nice? You know, usually the servant be like, next, you sick? Put outside. Or they say, get rid of them. Shoot them. But he was going after for his Jesus, for his servant. This guy wasn't a bad person. He had a good heart. He just didn't know who he was because, you know, he was just getting in there with Jesus. He just learned about him. We know he probably seen the, lep- the man with the, um, right before that. That's when the man with the leprosy got healed. So, you know, all these, all the, you know, people were talking all over the place. So, you know, he comes zooming up there looking for Jesus. And he was like, hey, please, Lord, my servant is at home sick of palsy. During this time, people had a disease, a sickness called palsy. It was just like Zika going around. or It was just like um, people getting a disease. But this is like you get paralyzed from this palsy. Cerebral palsy. But I guess it was some type of bug. Because if you keep reading this, other people got healed from palsy. So that had to be, ooh. You know, you mean like, Jesus, whatever you do, don't give me no palsy. Amen. He was paralyzed. Grie- he was grievously tormented. Because he couldn't move. And Jesus said unto him, wait a minute, and, and wait a minute, let me back up. And, okay, he beseeched him, saying, Lord, my servant lies at home sick of palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus said to him, look how quick Jesus said, okay, I'll come heal him. That's how you, you got the quickness on the inside of you. Jesus came that you can be whole. This is what the power of God does in us. That's why we cannot quit. No matter how it looks, no matter how it feels, yes, it's challenging because I know I've been standing over my miracle and I am not going to quit. Somebody ought to give the Lord a shout right now. If you've never been sick, you don't understand. But if you've ever been sick and you've been believing God for a miracle and you're standing on the promise of God and every time you look, it looks the same, it is not easy to stand here and tell you. It's, I can't tell you it's an easy thing because every time you turn your head, it looks the same. Every time, I mean, it looks the same, but I, inside of me, I know what the Word of God says. He says, by stripes, I am healed. Nothing missing and nothing broke. I don't care what it looks like. I am healed. Somebody say, I am healed. Don't quit. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof. I mean, wow, what kind of guy was this? He's like, I, hey, what was he doing in the house? He didn't even think Jesus can come up in the house. He said, but speak the word only. That is like the bomb. Speak the word only. Inside of this centurion, he believed that the words of Jesus was so powerful that even, I don't know where his servant lived, but he believed that Jesus' words were so powerful that those words can ride through the trees all up in the sky, make it past the bushes and the pigs and the cows and go straight to the servant. This boy was bad. He believed it didn't care the distance. 
That's how we know we can pray for somebody somewhere else. You get a lot out of this story. I know I can pray for my mama, and I'm standing here. I can pray for your mother. He doesn't tell me how many people I can, I can believe for. He doesn't tell me how far. This guy believed that the words of Jesus can just shoot through the air like Superman and not only make, it, it not only could, could fly through the air, he believed that the words of Jesus can bring bones back to life. He believed that this, the words of Jesus can cause circulation to begin to circulate veins to come back together again. I mean, every organ and tissue. He believed that his words had power. He didn't know nothing about no faith. He just believed that the words that you speak are life, and they're going to make something happen. Somebody ought to shout tonight. I mean, come on, think about it. Take a moment and think about it. He, all he had, he said, just say, speak the word. So the Lord is saying to you tonight, speak the word only. Keep the word in your mouth. This guy didn't have what we had. We have. We got a whole book of words that Jesus said. Let's just stay with this one. By his stripes, you are healed. Come on. Somebody need to take that word right now and say, Father, I thank you. By your stripes, I am healed. By your stripes, I am healed. He, doesn't, he didn't say to the man, now, now I need you to jump around two or three times. The man said, just speak the word. It's done. I mean, come on, take a moment, y'all. He didn't have what we had. He just had the word that Jesus said right there. He said, if you speak it, let's keep going. Where, is it? Where am I? Nine. He says, listen to this, for I'm a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, go. And he get to moving. He get to stepping, in my own words. And to another, come. And he come. And to my servant, do this. And he do it. But my words can't bring no bones to life. My words can't open no blind eyes. But your words, he believed it to this, that Jesus had some words with power on it. Watch this. When Jesus heard that, he marveled and said to them that follow, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. So he's saying to us tonight, when you don't quit, he called that great faith. When you just take his words, he said, I'm not talking about how you feel. I said, just take my words, that by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. As he is, so am I. He's whole, I'm whole. He's complete, I'm complete. He has nothing missing, I have nothing missing. By his stripes, I am healed. Somebody lift your hands in the presence of God. You got everything you need. You got everything you need. But there is something about what he said. He says, speak the word only. He says, speak the word. If you don't have no word, you ain't got no power. You don't know what you're standing on. So do you notice that? A lot of Christians want to just come to church. They go to the line. They want hands, they want a, the hands laid on them. 
Because they think the power, they, they want to, they come up like this. I'm going to tell you how people come up to the line. They come up to the line like, I hope Pastor got it. I hope Minister Abbott got it in her hands. Instead, of, it's, it, that's good because gifts in operation. But isn't it nice when you go, I know the word of the Lord is in operation right now. By Jesus' stripes, I am healed. When I get to this line, I'm healed because his word says it. So already you believe in already. So when the gift's in operation, you can be like, hey, I'll join my faith up with that word. That's a whole nother level. So instead of me always looking for somebody that had a power in their hand, I got the power already in me. When the gifts is up in operation, what an opportunity. Amen? So you're at a whole nother level because you've been standing on the promises of God every day, standing on his word. I don't care what it looks like. By his stripes, I look like him. I look just like Jesus. But what's wrong with your body? Your body's hurting. Your organs are hurt. Oh, he sent his word to heal me. His word, hey, is I'm whole because the word is working in me right now. It's working on my organ. It works on my tissue. It works on my bones. It works on my joint. That's what I'm, I'm standing on the promise of God because his word says so. I put the word in my mouth. I put the word in my heart. It doesn't matter what it looks like. I'm keeping my eyes on him. It's by Jesus' stripes I am healed. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise. So in those weak times, the Lord said, when you have those weak times, anybody know what I'm talking about? You have times where you just want to quit. You just kind of be like, oh, it's so many things you can do. But I hear the Lord saying two things that he want you to do. Sometimes you need to pick up the telephone and you call somebody strong. You don't call nobody to say, okay, you having your moment. And they'd be like, oh, man, I, I just feel like I just want to quit. And you'd be like, girl, if I was you, I'd feel the same way. You don't want that person. The Lord is saying he wants you to call somebody that's going to give you the word. And the first thing he wants you to do is open your Bible and just keep speaking the word. I don't know about you, but sometimes I get tired. Am I talking to you tonight? Sometimes you get tired of saying, by stripes I'm healed. By stripes I'm healed. Man. But God's saying, don't you quit. You keep speaking the word. You hear me? Because it doesn't matter what your body feels like. It only matters what he said, what he did for me. It's already done. I'm already healed. I'm whole because his word says I am. I look just like him. I know you don't understand it. But his word says, by stripes, I am healed. So, body, let me tell you something. I got news for you, body. Line up to who I am. Line up to who I am. Sickness and disease, I deny your right to be here. I get Mark eleven twenty two. I start seeing it. I got faith in God. You get tired sometimes. You're saying the word day and night, night and day, but it all looks the same. But I'm telling you now, it's not the same. Because as he is, so are you. So your body and your, your mind need to be renewed with the word to realize, uh-uh. I don't care what it looks like. By Jesus' stripes, I am healed. So it's two ways I'm, I'm flowing right now. I'm, I'm, I see myself in the flesh, but I'm, I'm telling my body, it doesn't matter what it looks like. In the spirit, I look like him. I walk like him. I talk like him. So, body, this is who we are. Somebody ought to shout tonight. 
This guy was off the chain. Let's go. He said, for I'm a man unthorned to him. Okay, he did that. And then verse 10 said, when Jesus heard it, he marveled. In verse 11, he said, I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the children of the kingdom shall be cast into outer darkness, where there shall be weeping and gnashing of the teeth. Verse 13, and Jesus said unto the centurion, this is what's deep, y'all. Go thy way as thou hast believed. Come on now. You get what he said? As he believed, so it be done unto thee. As he believed, he believed. He said, your words, I mean, you just speak the word. So then all, all that the man was thinking and all he believed about Jesus, he said, that's what's going to ride through the trees and get to the servant. He said, and the servant was healed. He was whole in the self-same hour. How do we know how the man was thinking? How do we know? Because he was, it says, and he was whole in the same hour. Because he was thinking, I just want my servant to be whole. I want my servant to complete, be complete. And it says in verse 13, and the servant was healed in the same hour. So the guy was thinking, if you could just heal him within this hour. If you could just make them whole within this time, heal them right now, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh. And Jesus says, just as you think it, so it is. Somebody got to put the word in their mouth. The Lord is saying, put the word in your mouth. Put it in your mouth. No longer are you going to be looking for somebody else to give you a miracle. The miracle is already in us. And when the gifts in operation run, go ahead and take it. Hey! I've been standing for a long time. I've been trusting for a long time. I, Kenneth Hagin was talking about this guy who was believing, and he, he, he was believing that every time he go to, he was running after all these, you know, evangelists this and evangelists that, and, you know, and he said, oh, they ain't got it, they ain't got it. Then one day he woke up. He said, it's not them that they don't got it, it's him. He needs to get in the Word and find out who we are, so who he is in Christ. And so by the time the, 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 the evangelist came, he was like, hey, and he got his miracle when he realized he had to put the Word in his own mouth. Somebody needs to put the Word in your own mouth. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise tonight. The Lord has taken up, us up to a higher level. We are Word of faith. We're people that stand on the Word. Amen? We stand on the promises of God. We're no longer waiting. Or we, hey, I can't wait to have a moment of joy, just a moment. No, I live in joy. He is joy. He is good. He is merciful. He is kind. That's who he is. This is where I live. I live in a house of joy. I live in Jesus Christ. Let's go to Proverbs 420. The Lord just encouraging us tonight because he's taking us to another level. But if you're not putting the word in your mouth and the word in your heart, you kind of being stagnant. You're just sitting on words, sitting on words. You may hear somebody on the radio, hear somebody on, on um, your tape, your, your CDs and hear. You're just hearing. But why don't you do it? Put the word in your mouth. Put the word in your heart, and you're acting on the word. You're speaking the word until you can rise up, and God can use you. Amen? Proverbs 4.20. Let's, what does it say? 
It says, my son, attend, attend, attend. Put the words in your eyes. Incline your ear. Put your head in there. Put your ears in there and see what this word is saying. See what I'm saying to you. Let it not depart from your eyes. He said, I'm not talking to the person next to you. I am talking to you. Somebody give the Lord a shout tonight. He's talking to you. He's talking to me. Who is it that can't, uh, if, you, if you're too big to read the word, I think you're too big. Because the word is God. Amen? Put the words. He said, I want, this is God talking to you. Put the words in your mouth. Put them in your ears. Let them not depart from your eyes. Keep the words in your heart. For my words, they are life when you find them. And my words is Jesus himself. He's the word. He is health to all your flesh. Just take a moment. Glory to God. Father, we thank you. The word is working in this place. The word is Jesus himself. Father, we lift our hands up. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your word. You are here. You are with us. You are in us. You never leave us nor forsake us. And we thank you, Jesus, for your goodness right now. Now, I want you to lift your hands. I want you to talk to Jesus. Now, remember, you're not waiting on a feeling. You're at another level. You got them people, them spiritual people. They don't realize they're flaky. They always, I feel a breeze. Oh, I love that one because she got a breeze. I'm bad because I know I ain't got to have no breeze. I always got it. He's always with me. He never leaves me. Now you're at another level. God don't have to breeze you for you to know he's there. I, I need more than a breeze. My very being is on the inside of him. Just lift your hands up in God tonight. We thank you for your glory and your goodness. You're awesome, Jesus. You're good. You're merciful. You're kind. You are healer. You are deliverer. And we're taking this word. We're taking what you said, Daddy, and we're going to put the word in our mouth and our hearts, and we're not quitting. We're not giving up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word sent. You were sent to make us whole, not only spiritually, but physically and spiritually. You came to make us whole. You are the supernatural God. And we are supernatural beings living in a body. And we thank you for your goodness. Come on, just lift your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you for your goodness, Lord God. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your kindness, giving us another opportunity to stand on your promises. We thank you, Jesus. He said, my word is life. I got the, you got the life of God in you. His words are bringing the, it becomes life and light when you find them. And your flesh will be metamorphosized. If you believe in God for a brand new heart, as you continue to read the word, your heart just becomes new. You believe in God, brand new kidneys and liver. As you breathe the word, the liver just becomes new. Amen. 
you're believing God for financial, um, um, you need some, some financial, uh, what's the word? Financial, uh, uh, what's the word? Yeah, you just want to know which way to go financially. Amen. And God will open that door. Directions. Hallelujah. I sent my word to heal you. God wants you to quit trying to always wait for a filling. You are all that in a bag of chips. You're so much. You want to know you, you, with those people that always want to fill in and they're trying to act big and bad? You wait past them because when they come, you, the God will show you that's one of them. Mark them because they're weird. They're always trying to prophesy over you with their little flaky selves. They're always trying to, like, they're so great. Mm, I'm feeling it. You ain't feeling nothing. You just had too much to eat last night. That's what happened. Am I preaching good, Minister Abbey? Just flaky. You ain't feeling nothing. Cause see, you, you, you. It's, see, God is so good. To taste of His goodness, you gotta be good. And people think they can be flaky and taste of His goodness. We always know, use be flaky. Use flaky. God, you gotta be good. To taste of his goodness. He can use you when you're good. But when you're not, you weird, everybody that's good know it. We just love on you. We got, it's going, you're going to be all right, boo-boo. You're going to be all right. But though this time, God, things are changing. And the flaky people, we'll know you. And we're going to believe God for your deliverance. But those who want to just operate from the inside out, and you're standing on the promises of God, and you're not going to quit. You're just going to hold on. God can use you mightily. Why? Because you won't quit. When everybody's gone, you're still there. When everybody's giving up, you're still there. And then when God needs you, he can use you anywhere, anywhere. Glory to God. The words are life to those that find them and health to the flesh. He said, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. After this scripture, God spoke to me. You know, everybody's different, but he, he wants you to protect what you watch. A lot of people, the movie people don't like when I say this, but I don't care. You have to watch what you watch. You think you can watch all the whoremonging and think you can go, hallelujah. You're going to have a flash of the whoremonging. You got to watch what you watch. You got to be watchful. They have so many tricky movies out. You know, I mean, I have a reason why I don't go to the movies all the time. So be quiet, Iverson. <laughs> I didn't go to the movies. I don't go to the movies. It has to be really good because of my, my, um, the way God used me. So I have to be very careful. So when you use that kind of certain way, you, you got to be, you know, amen. Yeah, you got to use some wisdom. Saying the wrong thing, get yourself in trouble. So I have to be my personality because I, I, um, I see a lot. So not something I can say, oh, I'm bad. No, because everybody can see a lot if God gives you the gift. Amen. But because he used me like that, I have to be careful. So when I, when I go to a movie and it's yucky, I have to go, yuck. And they'd be like, oh, oh, you, you shouldn't be here. You're right. But it says here. 
keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. He said, put away from you a forum all. That's people just and perverse cussing lips. Put it far from you. And you know when you go to the movies, bleep, bleep, and they don't have no bleepers. And they're always saying God's name in vain. People calling spiritual, but I guess I have to be. I just don't like it. That's just me. But that's what the word of God says, and I'm not going to let it go. Amen. So be watchful what you're putting in because you're believing God for something big. Amen. So let's go to Psalms 107. Psalms 107. Be watchful what you're watching. If you know this movie, I, um, they have this, um, I forgot the name of it, but you can check out how many cuss words are in a movie. Right? You can. They'll tell you how many cuss words, how much sex. What is that? You know, Iverson? It's called something. Who? Uh, uh, it has a name for it. Um, I am DB. I don't know. But it tells you how many custom words in the movie, um, what it's about, and everything. So be watchful. That's from the Lord. Amen. Psalms 107. 17. 17. 107. 17. Let's go there. So we are being taken to another level in the spirit because God is saying just, you know, I, I was asking the Lord what to do. You know, I, I, I had my stuff and I just preach what I, I do every day, but I just asked the Lord how he want to go, you know, and he was saying, tell him don't quit. Don't give up. Don't give in. Hold on because I got some good things for you. Amen. You're in the blessing, but when you quit, I mean, hello, you just missed your blessing. But it's not easy. That's why we need each other. We need each other to be praying and praying for one another, praying for each other's family, praying for each other, praying for our children. Amen? Psalms 107. It says, fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities are afflicted. And then, let's go to verse hmm. 19, then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble. So they was all doing all this crazy stuff, so they cried out, and he did what? Save them out of their distresses. That was us. Verse 20, he did what? He sent his word. Come on now. He sent his word and did what? And what did he do? He delivered them from their destructions. Oh, verse 20. So because he delivered you, because he made a way out of no way, because he opened supernatural doors for you, he sent his word. What's the word name? He sent his word, Jesus, and he sent his word in this book, in your Bible. He sent them to make you whole. He says in the next verse, oh, oh, when you take a moment to think about it, how you've been delivered, and take these words literally. You have deliverance in you. You have the way in you. You have it. You can't come your way. You got to come God's way. Your way is not going to work. 
for God's way work every time. Oh, that men will praise the Lord for his goodness. Why? Because I took time out. I found out what you said, and you told me what you said, and I'm doing what you said. Oh, let me take a moment to give you some praise. Somebody give the Lord a shout of praise for his goodness. Praise him for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. He sent his word to make us whole. His wounds are for our transgressions. His bruises for our iniquities. He was punished so we can be whole, so we can live in him. And in him we live. The word live means I have my life in here. I go to him when I don't understand. I go to him when I need to know which way to go. Amen. I go to him when my marriage seems kind of weird right now. Amen. I go to him when I'm believing God for something and it looks like it's not going to change. But I am going to continually stand on the word of God. I'm putting a word in my mouth. I'm putting a word in my heart. The Lord is telling us to go to Ephesians. I'm going to speak the word. Ephesians 6. I'm going to say the word. I'm going to say it in the day. I'm going to say it in the night. I'm going to put it in my mouth and I'm going to put it in my heart. I'm going to put it in my eyes and I'm not going to quit. It doesn't matter how old I am. It doesn't matter how young I am. I'm going to speak the word only because the word is what gives me life. Somebody give the Lord a shout. A shout of praise. We got to say it. We got to put it in our heart. We can no longer wait for somebody else to bless us. We just going to wait on God to open them doors, and he'll make a way out of no way. He'll set you up in such a way you'll know that it's God. Amen? He'll fix things that are broken. He came to heal the brokenhearted. Amen? He came to set us free. He came to open the eyes of the blind. Somebody ought to lift your hands in the glory tonight. He sent his word. His word has everything you need. The word in you. The word holds you up. The word keeps you. The word lifts you. The word makes you strong. Somebody ought to shout glory to God. The word and wherever your children are, it moves amongst the trees and just boom, blesses them. Amen. My children are blessed coming in. Blessed going out. The head and not the tail. Above and not the knee. They are the righteousness of God in Christ. My children are blessed. The word is going through the trees and the woods, blessing my children, blessing my mother, blessing you, blessing your cousins, blessing your auntie, blessing your enemies. Somebody ought to shout glory to God. The word is working. The word is working. See, you know, you know another thing. See, what God is doing, I'm telling you, he's lifting up those that want to stand in trust. And those that want to be flaky just going to have to watch us. Let me tell you what they're doing. The real Christians, you know what they're doing? They're spending time in the Word. Why? Because we're going to see. You're going to see that I'm blessed coming in. You're going to see blessings hit me from the east, the west, north, the south. You'll say, what happened? What happened? I'm going to say, I stood on the Word, the Word. Amen. Somebody say yes. The real people, you're going to do it. The ones that want to be flaky and just look like they're spiritual, they're going to sit there and just 
do what they always do. They have this fakeness. They never really read their word, y'all. How, how can I honestly sit here and say that? Because I was the same way for a long time. <laughs> I tell y'all, I think I told y'all before, I have my Bible. It was the most colorful Bible ever. It was yellow every page. I only read it when Bishop said, turn to this page, and I colored it in. I ain't read a ting when I got home. Oh, you want to know how many years I did that? I don't even know. But one day, I wanted more. I didn't want Bishop to be the one just telling me, he's saying what God said, and I'm just going home and putting my Bible in the back seat. No more back seat Bibles, people. No more. No mas. You got to get in the Word. You got to stop being fakes. I, you think I'm talking about just you? I'm talking about myself. I'm telling you, every Sunday I will be the major. I mean, my Bible was so pretty. I, I made sure it was lined up nice and neat, all yellow and cute. And, you know, when I flipped it, I kind of wanted the people to see that it was so yellow. See how spiritual I am. Fake. That don't move nothing, not a team. When sickness and disease come, you're running for somebody to lay hands on you. It's okay, but I'm in the word for myself. It's a new level. Get in the word. Get in the, get the Lord and say, I need you. I need more from you. That's what the Lord told me. I need more from He need more from me. I was like, okay. I, I made my strategy. I, I believe the strategy he gives me is the, what he gives me. So I can, I'm, I'm doing it, but he's telling me I need more. So, okay. I was, everything that was coming up in me to do more, I think, I believe he, he gives me the desires that I'm desiring. He gives me the desires of my heart. I said, okay, here we go. So the Lord is saying to you, take a moment right now. How can you do more? How can some of you, how can you do something? You get, you do, you know, when pastor is preaching, Minister Abbott, myself or whoever, you have a lot of things to study. You could use that as a study, a guide to study. You don't have to be embarrassed because you haven't started and tomorrow is going to be your first day. Is that a moment to be embarrassed? No, it's a moment to get on it. Don't nobody have to know you ain't study a thing till tomorrow. It only a person has to know that is Jesus. But start. Because God is speaking to us. He needs you because he got things for you to do. You're not, it's not one person born on this earth for nothing. Everybody was born to do a purpose for the Lord. Every single one of you. Anytime you do your own thing, your own thing results. Anytime you say, I'm going to sit down and humble myself under the, your pastor, you humble yourself under your pastor, you're looking at somebody who can preach this. And Minister Abbott, we, we was at the, I mean, you know, 20,000 people out of all of them people, and we're cleaning the bathrooms, and we pulled out? Come on, somebody. God will never leave you out. Nobody knew that I had wrote down where I'm at now. I was in my own secret closet. It doesn't matter where you are, what you're doing, as long as you're doing what God says, listening to the man of God. He's telling you what to do, not trying to swing off and do your own thing. I'm talking to somebody. I don't know why we went here, but here we go. 
trying to do your own thing, trying to do it your way, trying to, you got a way, you thinking, you know, you don't want to humble yourself, but you want to do your own thing, it'll never happen. You're talking to somebody who was scrubbing bathroom toilets and nobody knew it but Jesus. Bishop ain't know my name. He knew pastor's name. Hello. And I didn't care because my daddy knew my name. He knew my name. He told me to do them bathrooms, but it was between me and him. Went in there and I scrubbed my bones off. It was stanky and nasty, but I did it. So God is saying, you got to humble yourself. I need you to get in the word as never before. I'm talking to somebody tonight. You got to do it. Why? Because he got something for you to do in this ministry, and it's going to be off the chain. You're looking at the person. Now, you're talking to the right one now. I don't care what he called you to do. It'll never be taken from you when you humble yourself, because here I am. I wrote it down in my book that I'll be doing what I'm doing right now. And I, and I thought I was going to be in Africa, though. I did go. I went to Africa. But I, and I said, I'm going to be flying off. I wrote it in my book. I got all this in my own prayer closet. I'm cleaning bathrooms. Didn't look for Bishop to know my name. Didn't care. I just want to do what God said. He said, clean them, I clean them. He said, do this, I did it. Then I got my man, yeah, Jesus, hey. Doing what he told me to do. That all flowed in. Wasn't even thinking about trying to get no husband. It was too many men. Jesus. But when the right one came at the right time, I was doing what God wanted me to do. Cleaning the bathrooms. Somebody ought to shout glory to God. This is a moment of change. God wants you to change so he can change you. Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. The word works. Sometimes it gets challenging, but we can do it. He says in Ephesians 6.10, finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. He said, put on the whole armor of God. What is he talking about? Janelle, he's saying, get up and put this on, boo. Put this on. You, how am I going to be strong in the Lord? By saying what he says. Saying what he says. When I hear the man of God preaching, I'm listening so I can do what they're saying across the pulpit. Not trying to sit in there going, now what can I do on my own? Because he don't know what he He's moving too slow. He ought to do this. He ought to do that. How can, I never understood this. I was telling Minister Everton, how can I be so weird thinking and think God's going to bless me? It ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. He's not, not going to bless you when you do that. You know what I mean? How can I be weird and say, oh, I'm going to go do my own thing. I'm going to do this. Uh, and think God's going to bless it. It ain't going to happen. He blesses you when, when, I, when you scrub in the bathroom, just doing what he says, not trying to push your way up to the top. 
just humbling yourself. You know, it may not be the bathroom. It may just be joining the choir. It may just be um, going to Pistas. Hello, to Layman's. It may just be uh, humbling yourself, being a hostess, an usher, or whatever. Just, uh, just humble. He blesses that. And everybody see the blessing on your head. It's like a fire. You will just stand out amongst the crowd. Marita, hands is up. I see you. <laughs> but it's true. And you know, yes, you mess up sometimes. I mess up so many times there's not enough numbers. But I have to be strong in the Lord. I had to mess up. Mess, when I mess up, get up, get in that word and say, okay, I need help in this area. Anybody understand what I'm saying tonight? He said, you got to be strong in the Lord. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So that's why he, when, when we speak the word and put it in our mouth and put it in our heart, the word keeps us because we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. He says, so I'm telling you, put on, take unto you the whole armor. Put the word in your mouth, in your heart, that you may be, to be able to withstand in the evil day. So when the devil do or try to attack you and put some, something that you like, where'd that come from? Sideswipe you, come from the left. Like, what? See, but the word is in my mouth. And the word is in my heart. I'm around people that know how to speak the word. And we holding each other up with the word. He said, haven't done all this, Stan? He said, Stan. Having the, your lawns girt about with the word. I, I got the word all in my belly. I got it in my heart, the breastplate of righteousness. I know who I am in Christ Jesus. I'm not taking anything less, and I'm not going to do anything less than what his word says. I got it in my heart. My feet is shod with the preparation gospel of peace. I know what Jesus did for me. I know he gave us all for me. I know I'm in him and he's in me. And we're walking in the kingdom of God. I'm in the Father's house. And in this place is life. I can have whatever I desire in this place. I'm standing on the promises of God. It may not look like it. It may not feel like it. But I'm going to speak the word. I'm going to speak the word. Above all, I'm going to Speak the word, and I'm building up a shield called faith. And that shield is a buildup of the word. I'm saying it day and night, night and day. Because guess what? When he said, heaven done all the stand, I have nothing else to say. But I'll say, what's going on? How you feel? I'm standing on the promises of God. How you doing? Standing on the promises of God. How you feel? I'm standing on the promise of God. What it look like? I'm standing on the promise of God. What it feel like? I'm standing on the promises of God. What the doctor say? I'm standing on the promises of God. I got the word in my mouth. I got the word in my heart. It's in my, my feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. And I'm build up a shield of faith. What's next? And the sword of the spirit, which is the what? I'm wrapped up, I'm tangled up, I got my braids all cute, I got the word, it's like a two-edged sword, that's all I got, that's all I got, that's all I got, Mr. Berry, that's just all I got. How you feel, by stripes, 
I'm here. I mean, that's all can come out, Julie. That's all can come out. That's all I got. That's standing is there. That's standing. That's what you got. That's what he's talking about. Put it in your mouth. Put it in your heart. Don't you quit. That's all I got. What you got? My stripes, I'm healed. His wounds was marked for my transgressions. People saying all kinds of things. Uh, my stripes, I'm healed. Right, Gina? Right, Cynthia? That's all I got. He sent his word to heal me. And no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And every tongue that will rise up against me will be shown that you are talking about the wrong person. I'm wrapped up. I'm tangled up in the word of the Lord. I got the word. My loins are girded. I got on my breastplate. I got the gospel of peace. I'm whole, complete in him. And all of this boils up to the word. Excuse me, the word in my mouth, word in my heart. Just word, word, word. Wherewith this quenches all the fiery darts of the wicked. And I take the helmet of salvation, that word on my head, and the sword of the Spirit, which is his word. And I'm telling you, no weapon formed against you can prosper. No matter what the devil try to say, no matter what he try to do, no matter how it look, no matter how you feel, I got the word in my mouth. He sent his word to make me whole. Quickly go to Mark 9, 23. We get ready to close right here. He said, if you, Mark 9, 23, and Mark 10, 27. Let's go to 9, 23. He said, if you can believe. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody shout it out. If you can believe, all things are possible. There's nothing too hard for God, nothing too big, nothing he can't fix, nothing he can't change, nothing he can't turn around. There's nothing too hard for God. He said, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And who is that? Who is a believer? When they say, who am that believeth? What is that person doing? Day and night, night and day, they're doing Joshua 1.8. So in other words, either you come right or you just can't come. You got to put the word in your mouth and in your heart and to build up that shield of faith where no weapon formed against you will prosper. Full of the word of God. Put it in there. The Lord is saying, put it in. Mark 10, 27. He said, with men, it's impossible, but not with God. For with God, I can't hear you. Don't you quit. Come on, lift your hands in the presence of God. Don't quit. Don't give up. Even if they're far away. Put the word in your mouth. I want you, everybody should have somebody on your prayer list. Everybody should have a prayer closet. Everybody should have a place where they're going and just spending time 
in the presence of God. You can't just talk your way and think you're going to talk your way and going to get it. No, you spend time in the Word. I talk my way and talk my way in the Word of the Lord. And the Word and prayer brings the power. Amen. It's a Mark eleven twenty two. I speak the Word. I got faith in Amen. I believe he's with me. I believe he never leaves me nor forsake me. I believe everywhere I go, he's there. Amen. And if any mountain come in my way, I'm, a, I'm in a sea of glory. Any try to thing, try to step in my way, got to demolish. It got to dissipate. It got to move in the name of Jesus. Then the, remember the 24 is the topping. It's the icing on the cake. It's where, where, where we stand and fill in the blank. He said, whatever you desire, when you believe you in the house of the Lord, that when you believe he's with you, when you believe he'll never leave you nor forsake you, when you believe I'm in Christ Jesus, he said, what? Whatever you desire, fill in the blank. You're in the house of the Lord. You're in the kingdom of God. He said, where there's many mansions, it's riches up in here. What you want? These are the benefits of being in Christ Jesus. This is my inheritance. I have, I say it, I believe it, and I got it. I just take it out of the house. It's mine. Amen? But guess what? Everybody don't believe that. Well, if you put the word in your mouth, you'll start believing it. Amen? You'll see, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm in God. I mean, there's nothing too hard up in here. He made me. He made the heavens and the earth and the seas and the fountains of water. What would be so hard for him to give me a brand new heart? What would be so hard for him to give me brand new stomach, brand new liver, brand new kidneys, brand new bones and joints? Whoa, nothing's too hard for him. So how do I get these things that are mine? I got to first believe that he's with me. I got to first believe that he is. I got to first believe he sent his son. He loves me and he sent his only begotten son. And his name is Jesus, my Savior. Hey, the deliverer, the keeper. He's Emmanuel, God with me. Everywhere I go, he's with us. He's God with me. I take it personal. Anybody take it personal? He's God that's with me. We're in this thing together, amen? And in this place, he said, whatever I desire, because I simply believe that I'm with him, amen? I simply believe I'm in his goodness and his might, ability, and strength. He said, believe I receive it and I got it. So you ought to fill in the blanks tonight. Anybody believe in God for something? Let's just stand to our feet. Are we just going to lift our hands and give God some praise and worship him? We're going to worship him and then just let God go from there. Father, we just lift our hands tonight. We honor you. Come on, just worship him. We glorify you. We lift up our hands tonight. We love and adore you, worshiping. There's nobody greater, 
nobody greater than you. We worship you. We honor you. 